Christmas is right around the corner. While the shopping checklist must be completed, plans made, and decorations just right, this is a season to reflect and celebrate the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ, and maybe to invite others to do the same. Have you ever thought about adding a journey to Bethlehem to your Christmas plans? Find out how One St. Louis Church packs its pews and its property for this live interactive event. That's on this Action in Ministry. Inspiring you to be the hands. Empowering you to be the feet. Strengthening you to be the heart of Christ for others. Action. Action. Action in ministry. Hi, I'm Rachel Legute, and this is Action in Ministry. I remember when I was a little girl, my grandparents took a trip to the Holy Land, and when they came back, um, they shared pictures and stories um, of floating in the Dead Sea and visiting um, Bethlehem. And I just remember thinking that it would be so neat to get to visit the Holy Land where Jesus walked and talked and performed miracles, um, get to see where Jesus was born. Well, Harvester Christian Church in St. Louis is helping thousands in the area each year to do just that. Well, close. Pastor Bill Sontag, outreach pastor at Harvester Christian Church, is here to tell us how their journey to Bethlehem has become a Christmas tradition for many. Bill, it's great to have you here with us today. Thank you. It's great to be here. I can't believe Christmas is almost here. And I love that there's all of the nostalgia and traditions that come along with Christmas. And a lot Mm -hmm. of people like to add um, traditions that remind them of the biblical reasons of celebrating Christmas. And Journey to Bethlehem has become a tradition for many people in the St. Louis area. Could you tell us briefly a little bit more about Journey to Bethlehem? Sure. Journey to Bethlehem is an outdoor, fully live nativity scene where we want people to come and truly experience what it would have been like for Mary and Joseph to travel all the way from Nazareth, all the way to Bethlehem, and all the stops in between. So in between on those stops, they're going to experience wise men, they're going to experience Roman soldiers, they're going to experience live animals, camels, donkeys, chickens, goats, anything that you can think of. And we just want people to really experience it and get the sights, sounds, and feels for what it was like to travel, the same travel that Mary and Joseph made all the way to to Bethlehem. So full costumes? Full costume from the parking crew all the way through to the very end. We want everyone to be in character so that people can really get the true experience of what it was like for Mary and Joseph. Oh, man. Where do you find people to act out all of these different parts? Well, we actually, it takes a full church effort. Um, it's one of our biggest outreach events that we do, to say the least. Um, so we have people that are building costumes, making costumes all year long. So it takes roughly 800 people from the parking lot all the way to the very end to take part in order to pull this off. And that's 800 people every night. And it starts out in July, getting the trails ready and getting uniforms and costumes ready, just all kinds of different stuff. What about the animals? You probably don't raise your own goats and camels. No, we don't. We thought about it, though. But (laughs) animals are a big part just because animals were the the workhorse back in the day, for lack of a better word. That's what people needed. That's how people got around. That's how people got things done. So in order to really get that feel and those smells and that just the whole feeling of what Journey to Bethlehem is, animals are a huge part of that. So we incorporate them in. You get to pet them. You get to see them. You get to get really close to them. And it's just a really fun thing to do. 
you said that it's one of your biggest outreach events. And I know I've driven by your facility when this is happening, and um, there are massive amounts of people who show up to this. Do you do you keep record of how many people attend each year? Uh, we do, and I don't know that total number, but we average 15,000, um, and that really depending on the weather. So that's 15,000 a year, not 15,000 total for every year that we've done it. Uh, we're expecting this year to pack 15,000 into three nights. So we're hoping that everyone comes out and everyone enjoys it and gets that full feel of what it was like to travel. I bet your wise men are tired when it's all over. <laughs> everyone is tired when it's over. That's one of the things that uh, we always talk about. It's just such a great way to bring our church together in fellowship and to share the gospel message. How do people find out about your event and what happened when do they just show up and, and come through or do they have to buy tickets or? Uh, it's completely free. Uh, it's our gift to the community. As a matter of fact, we want to be a church that if we were gone, people would notice. Mm. We want to be a church that's active in our community, that people know who we are and they've been on our campus. So all you have to do is show up. Uh, sometimes there's longer lines than others, depending on the weather, depending on what time you come. We have people that start getting in line around four o'clock. We'll start as soon as it gets dark. And we'll send everyone through as many people that are in line as we can. Wow. How has the journey to Bethlehem impacted your overall outreach at Harvester Christian Church? Well, I don't know if it's impacted our overall outreach, at least not our mission and vision of leading people to find and follow Jesus. But it's definitely impacted who and what we are in the community. You can go almost anywhere in St. Charles County and even St. Louis and ask words like journey to Bethlehem. And people will say, well, that's Harvester Christian Church. As an outreach pastor, I, I go all over our community, and when people say, where's Harvest? I say, well, you know where Journey to Bethlehem is? Oh, yeah, I know where that's at. So it's really, it's guiding us into our community, and people really know where we're at, who we are because of it. Do you have the opportunity as people come through? You said maybe up to 5,000 people a night come through your facility for this mm -hmm. event. Um, is there any way for you of connecting with these people and following up afterwards, or is it— it's just such a massive amount. I don't know how you would do that. For the last three years, we have been doing that. So what we do is we do a registration process. If people don't want to register, they don't have to register. I will say that we give away great gifts for those who do register. <laughs> and what we're doing is we're just taking that information and then we're thanking people for coming, that sort of thing, and just congratulating them for coming onto our campus for the first time, tracking not only the number of people, but where they come from, if they're connected to another church, or just all those kinds of things. Well, this year, I hear, is your 25th anniversary. Um, so I hear that you guys have been doing a little extra planning for this year, which is exciting. Um, so I'm just wondering, what can people expect if they if they show up to Journey to Bethlehem this year? What's it going to look like in the 25th year? Well, not only the 25th year, but 25 years from now. That, that's the real reason why we took that break is so that we could continue this love affair with our community for another 25 years. But some of the things that they're going to notice that's different this year that is completely unique is we're going to have a choir that will be outside that will be performing the whole time for every single person that's in line for Journey to Bethlehem. So as soon as they get in line, we want them to know the true meaning of Christmas. So we're going to start as soon as they're in line. Actually, as soon as they park their car, we're going to let them know, hey, this is Christmas. This is what Christmas is all about. So that'll be the first thing they're going to notice. And they go on the trail, of course, they're going to notice all the live animals and just all the love and all the characters and all those kinds of things. But they're going to notice, first of all, is that choir that's going to be singing Christmas carols all throughout the night. Mm. 
That sounds like a fun line to wait in, actually. <laughs> we're hope we're hope so, yeah. <laughs> well, putting something like this together um, is a huge undertaking. I, I can imagine that it takes intense amounts of planning. Would you say that it's been worth it? Oh, definitely. Without a doubt. It is. Not only is it a gift to our community, but it's a gift to our church. It, it, whenever we all come together for one event, for, for something as big as sharing the gospel message, as explaining to people what the true meaning of Christmas is, it can't help but bring us together. It is a discipleship that is uh, just goes beyond anything else that we do. It, it draws our entire church together for that single purpose of glorifying God and there's no amounts of anything else that we could do that could ever make that happen like Journey to Bethlehem does. I hear a lot of energy in your in your spirit when you're talking about this, oh, yeah. and I, I can tell that it's exciting. But I wonder um, if there's if there are challenges that come along the way and what you would say is maybe the biggest challenge of doing um, a ministry mm-hmm. of like this. I would say the biggest challenge, which it sounds kind of funny, it's a good challenge to have, actually, is the movement of people. Mm. We rent school buses. We, we are hauling people from parking spots back and forth. It is moving people from lines to basically to every single building on our campus as they go through the journey trail. But it is that movement of people and doing it in a way that we create relational environments, that we get to know who they are, get to know why they're here, and really get to show them who Jesus is in, in, in a meaningful way. Mm-hmm. Action in ministry is really about giving people an idea, um, an inspiration to do what God calls them to do in their own communities. And I'm wondering what wisdom you might pass along to a church or an individual who has passion to do something, has maybe an idea to reach their community, but isn't sure how to put their idea into action. What advice would you give them? The first thing I would say to them is that it's okay to fail. One of the things I tell a lot of our volunteers and different people or different teams that I work with is that it's okay to scratch our elbows and to scratch our knees. That's okay. Now, of course, we don't want to break our elbows or break our knees, but it's through that learning process of those minor failures that we grow and that we learn and that we can be more effective for outreach events or any ways that people come up with as far as sharing the gospel. It's whenever we think that we have to be perfect that we tend to fail because we know from a, for a fact that we're not perfect. So if we go into it, that mindset of it's okay, that we're not perfect, but we're going to try our best each and every time we do something to do better, to honor God, that's when we become the most effective. I feel like that's a great piece of advice to, to carry with us um, when planning ministry and just throughout every day in general, that it's okay to get those little bumps and scratches along the way and learn from that. That's right. It's truly been a pleasure to have you here today, Bill. Thank you so much for telling us about the journey to Bethlehem and giving your community an opportunity to experience something um, so Christ-centered during Christmas. Thank you. Um, Thank you. We really hope your story can inspire people to do something to reach their community as well. It was a pleasure being here. Thank you for having me. Our world is filled with cluttered schedules. All the time, yes, but remarkably so at Christmas time. How easy it is to get sucked into all things holiday and forget about the very reason we celebrate Christmas. We have an opportunity as Christians to invite our community to visit the manger and meet the Christ who came in the flesh so long ago. Harvester Christian is doing that so beautifully and effectively through Journey to Bethlehem. But how will you help shine the light of Christ to your community this Christmas and for the Christmases to come? That's Action and Ministry. Thanks for joining us. I'm Rachel Legutte. 
thank you for listening to Action in Ministry. We'd love to hear how you and your church are ministering to your community. To submit ideas for this podcast, visit our website, lhm.org forward slash action and send us an email.